Hey y'all, and welcome to the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. My name is Morgan Bartell, and I'm so glad that you're here. On this podcast, I share my passion for all things motherhood, marriage, homemaking, homeschooling, and biblical womanhood, and all the things in between. My prayer is that when you listen to this podcast, that you feel encouraged and inspired to cultivate your own heart and home to pursue the goodness of God in all that you do. It is Thanksgiving week, y'all. We are only three days away from Turkey Day. I know how crazy it can be if you are hosting. We have hosted for the last several years, honestly, pretty close to a decade now. And it has become one of our favorite things to do and try out new recipes and repeat beloved ones. And this year we will be doing my late mother's turkey brine recipe and it is delicious. It is so good. So I've got the turkey and everything getting defrosted, dethawed, however you want to say it, and prepared to soak in that brine and make a delicious meal later on this week. But that is not what we're going to talk about this week, you guys. I wanted to talk to you about homeschooling during the holidays. Now, homeschooling does not just stop. Contrary to what others might believe, I have friends with children in private schools and in public schools who have this idea that we just stop doing homeschool or learning in general during the holiday season, that all we do is lay around and watch movies and go look at Christmas lights. And while we do enjoy Christmas movies and looking at at holiday displays and Christmas lights all throughout the city, we still learn. We still do a lot of hands-on activities and we still maintain our scheduled curriculum. But I wanted to talk about what it looks like to homeschool through the holidays, at least in our home. I know it's so different for so many other households and that's the beauty of homeschool is you can tailor it to fit exactly what works best in your family. So for us, you guys, some ways that I try to keep it fun that are not our normal curriculum. We have goals that I like to set at the beginning of the year that we stick to. We're going to get through this lesson by this date, by this time, and this is where we're going to be at the halfway point of our homeschool year. We do kind of homeschool year round, but we do it at a slower pace. I have found that that works best for retention with my oldest son. Our youngest is not even two years old yet. So his, his homeschooling looks like play, looks like creativity, imagination. That's the way he does it. So for my oldest this year, one way that we are going to be bringing learning into the holiday season is through different hands-on things. So my son loves Sudoku. He has been doing that with some of his math lessons. And I found a holiday Sudoku book at Dollar Tree of all places, you guys. And I was like, oh, he has to try that. He would love that. And so I'm looking at it and I'm like, he's going to have to show me how to do this because it's got it down from like easy, very easy, medium, hard, very hard. (laughs) So what I love most about that is it is going to keep what he's learning in math fresh without feeling like he's got his nose in a workbook all day. He can just cozy up with a warm blanket and a hot cocoa and enjoy some holiday Sudoku while mama reads. And yes, I do make time for reading in our home. And my boys know that at a certain point in the day, they will find me on our couch reading. One thing we're going to be doing this year, my grandma had saved a bunch of stuff that she had mailed off or signed up for over the years. And that has blessed us because that means we get to benefit because as the only grandkid with kids, that means she sends us goodies that she finds from time to time. And I will pass over the wealth later on when my brothers do have children. But for now, we're enjoying that. So she sent over, this is from Learn Our History, Take Pride in America's Past, 
It is a DVD that has all the information about Christmas in America and the history of Christmas coming to America. It brings up so many wonderful Christmas facts, everything from how the pilgrims didn't celebrate Christmas on December 25th because the Bible does not actually mention the date of the birth of Jesus, or how George Washington crossed the Delaware River to surprise the British on Christmas night in 1776, or how President Ulysses S. Grant made Christmas an official federal holiday in 1870. All these fun facts are what we choose to dive into because you're still learning, but it's holiday based. Please keep in mind that everything that I'm mentioning here is in addition to our normal everyday curriculum that we have pre-scheduled out. We will take two weeks off in November and then we take two weeks off in December. Those are our, our long holiday breaks, if you will. But I like to sprinkle in learning during those two weeks off because I just don't want anything to get wasted or forgotten things like that and so one way that we help especially with handwriting english all that good jazz is by having your children helping you to address christmas cards this can be something as simple as help, having them help address the ones directly to family members like grandma and grandpa or help you go through the entire stack if they have good penmanship i will brag on my 10 year old's penmanship all day he has worked hard at it and it is beautiful he has beautiful penmanship but that is one thing that we have found to be very helpful and so if you do have littles like we have had london help us address christmas cards at least to grandma and grandpa since he could write honestly and so i encourage you have your littles address a christmas card even if it's a separate one that they've made for grandma and grandpa this is where arts and crafts, this is where fun little creative Pinterest projects come into play. Have your kiddos make something and send them to someone else. I think that's a lost art of sending something in the mail to someone else. So this is a great way to do that. Another way that we choose to integrate more hands-on activities of homeschooling during the holidays is through cookie baking. You can learn so much by baking. Everything from measurements to how to cook to going and shopping for the ingredients and learning how to, do, how to shop with a budget, how to make a list of ingredients before you go do that even. There is so much that can be learned during this time of year that is not only going to be a practical life skill, but that's going to keep little minds and growing minds alert and all that stuff that they've been learning up to this point for this year, it's going to keep all that fresh because you're still utilizing what they have learned. One thing that we like to add in is the how was it made videos. You can find a lot of that stuff on YouTube. I cannot remember where we stream it from exactly. I want to say we stream it from Pluto. I don't know. Basically, you can find it anywhere. So don't go like to Pluto, find out that it's not there and be like, Morgan led me astray. No, I'm terrible at knowing where things are streamed. I normally just YouTube and find things there, but we will write down questions. Anything that pops up, like how are Christmas lights made? How is the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree transported? How do they get everything prepped for the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? All these different things that might pop up in normal conversation. Like our oldest has had some of the best questions throughout the years, everything from mom, how, why do we put a Christmas tree up or why, why do we sing Christmas carols or why do you put a nativity scene out every year? And so this year I'm excited. We are going to be reading stories behind the great traditions of Christmas. This is a small book by Ace Collins. And what's so wonderful about this is he talks about all the traditions that we know and love, like gifts, wreaths, stockings, carols, mistletoe all that jazz, everything to what my son has even been asking about. He talks about that and infuses the celebration of the season with the meaning 
of the glowing memories, and this is what the back of the book says, and in many ways you may not realize they all point us to the birth of Christ. Now, I started reading this ahead of time because I wanted to kind of vet the material before I sat there and just read it willy-nilly with our son, and I am amazed. He has done such a good job. The introduction in this book, I just... I read it with my husband and I'm, I'm floored. Sometimes we find ourselves thinking, man, I wish we could just have a good old fashioned Christmas. Like, why can't we go back to the very beginning? Well, the introduction does a really good point in talking about how we actually got our Christmas celebration, how we as Christians started to recognize December 25th, when we started to recognize it and what the celebrations looked like before that. Even before Charles Dickens helped to propel making it a family and a kid-friendly holiday here in America, before it was brought from Germany, before those traditions of it being a family-friendly celebration of the birth of our Savior, Lord, and King, it was a pretty crazy thing that they were doing. We're talking everything winter solstice. We're talking wild parties, just Greeks, Romans going nuts. So can't really look back at the old days and be like, man, I really wish it was like it was when it first began, because honestly, that's not what we want. What we want to do is just to keep our eyes and our heart on Jesus. And so I think through studying this book so far, I'm a couple chapters in, and I will say it has done a wonderful job of showing the, the symbolism of every single one of these and pointing them towards Christ. And it it presents all the arguments for, well, this started as pagan this, this started as pagan that, and how we can help to really make sure our focus is truly on what honors the Lord. But it doesn't take away tradition and it doesn't do anything to sit there and shame or guilt us, but it does share the history of it and how we as Christians today view these different elements of the Christmas traditions that we have. So that is something that we'll be doing. That might be a little bit older than say someone that's homeschooling a bunch of littles but there are so many things you could do like look up the history of the candy cane how did we get the colors for christmas why do we put decorations up all these different things one thing we have done with our oldest since he was itty bitty and we have continued to do it every single year sometimes it falls right before christmas sometimes it falls the week before christmas but we choose to make a happy birthday cake for jesus Honestly, it's probably just our excuse, if I'm completely honest, to eat more cake during this time of year, which is the last thing we should probably be eating. But we do that. We read the Christmas story. We watch the star or another family friendly nativity movie. And we just enjoy the season. Homeschooling during the holidays is what you make it. Yes, we can still log those homeschooling hours. Yes, we can still read all the books. But this is where unit studies and this is where the that just normal everyday conversations and questions can help to really influence what you choose to study as a family and what you choose to look at. There are so many things you can do with Thanksgiving, but I'm just going to speak to just holidays in general with more of an emphasis on Christmas. We can find ways to keep our children's focus on Christ while still expanding their minds, helping them to grow in their knowledge in every aspect, but helping to do it with our hands guiding and leading them, not just completely throwing them to the wayside of the world and saying, okay, have fun, figure it out, go to Google. Because I'll be honest, even when I Google things, I'm just like, whoa, probably shouldn't have read that. I don't need to see that. So guarding their eyes, guarding their minds, guarding their hearts is a, it's just, it's an immense responsibility, but it is a privilege that we get to do so. 
And so however you choose to homeschool during this holiday season, I just encourage you to seek the Lord first and then see what your children want to do. Ask them. This is something great you can do with them. A lot of communities will have different events throughout the holiday season. This is a great way to get out of the house because goodness knows you kind of feel a little stir crazy after a while because some of your normal everyday activities are going to be a little overcrowded because of school breaks, school closures, crazy holiday shopping, crazy traffic, all the stuff that comes with this beautiful time of year can make us a little stir crazy. So choose to get out and do things with your children. Go to different activities that are hosted at your local libraries or your local museums and just enjoy getting out and about. One that I'm looking forward to down here in Corpus Christi is going to the Christmas Tree Forest Family Day. It is hosted by the Junior League of Corpus Christi along with the Art Museum of South Texas. And it is just, it's wonderful. Every single tree is based on a children's book and decorated by different classes from a specific school. I believe it might be multiple schools. I can't remember, but we enjoy going and doing that. And then we often have read some of those books. And so then we'll want to reread them, go out and do things like that. But however you choose to homeschool this holiday season, just know it's enough. It is enough. I have found myself so guilty in the past of thinking I should have done more. We should have done more. I should have talked about this. I should have taught them that. You're doing enough. As long as you are hitting the hours that are required, if you are in another state, we are in Texas. We are not required to log those hours, I, but I choose to pay for trail everything. So we have all of that. But whatever it looks like, just know that you are the best teacher for your children in this season. Because if God led you to making the decision to homeschool your children, he is going to give you the provision. He's going to give you the manna for today to teach them everything that they need to know. So make sure to ready your own heart and your own mind every single morning before you begin homeschooling. Seek the Lord in prayer. And then remember, he is always with you. If there's anything you're struggling with, all you have to do is ask. I could go on and on about this, guys, but for the sake of time and the fact that it is Thanksgiving week and I have got so much stuff on my to-do list, I'm going to wrap it up this week, guys. Next week on the podcast, we will be shifting gears and it will be full on Christmas mode, y'all. From next week until the end of the year, we will be covering lots of fun holiday topics, Christmas discussions. We'll be talking about Christmas traditions, how to find rest during the Christmas season, and a lot of other fun things. So you're going to want to make sure to stick around for that and make sure to go over to my website at bloomwildlylivesimply.com and check out some of the free printables and resources that are being made available there as well throughout the holiday season. You're going to find tons of different fun ones, everything from biblical numerology flashcards to Bible verse advent calendar printables, all sorts of stuff, guys. So make sure to check that out frequently. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Bloom Wildly Live Simply podcast. Again, my name is Morgan Bartell, and I want to invite you to join me over on my socials. You can find me over on Instagram at, at Morgan Bartell. And if you're looking for a good weekly devotional, I invite you to visit bloomwildlylivesimply.com to sign up for my weekly Devo. You will receive a 10 minute or less devotional sent straight to your inbox every single Thursday morning. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you guys next week.